welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by Jaylet the Kid. What it do? Beep, boop, beep, boop. Yep. Thank you for uh, sticking with you that. You gave me that I, so late at the it, end. It came to me like right at the tail end of that sentence, and I went with it, and it was just like, this is a test to see if we are connected, and we are, so I mean, buckle up for this episode 67. Go back and just check the tape on that, because it was like the last syllable Three, of the last word, yeah, and I yeah. just, I, I converted. You did. Mm. You did. Thanks for sticking with me. Welcome, everybody. Happy to see you. Happy to, to have you hearing us. Yes. Um, we got a fun one for you guys today. Um, we, uh, we got some good feedback on the last one. I got a little bit, uh. I got, I, you know, I, I, for the most part, mm. I had a lot of people happy with the, uh, the school shooting, uh, talk segment. Yes. Um, which I was, you know, I don't, it was, you know, cause we, you know, we, you know, we've kind of found our groove on this podcast and it's not that we stay away from the, um, the important things are like the serious topics or like political things. I think we just have so many other more interesting things to say that are yes. way more interesting to us. That and funnier. Right. But like, so when we, so like when I was like slated to like speak about that, I, there was a part of me that was a little like, am I, is the, is like, is the audience going to be like, we don't come here for this. Stick to playing football or is the, whatever they say to like LeBron. Stick to sports Stick, or shut yeah. up and dribble. Shut up and dribble. Thank you. Yeah. So, but we did get one of those. We did right get away. one of those. Uh, guess who that was? Uh, it was. It, it, and when he said it, I didn't even believe him. I was like, he's just saying that. Because I don't uh, want. I hope. I, I hope. Uh, Brokeback Benny is not uh, a shut up and dribble guy. Elbow Baggins isn't a shut up and dribble guy. He shut up and dribble guy is like a really p a big piece of shit. Yeah, I don't think it was. Don't talk about it. He's like, I just don't know why you had to do it here. Yeah, well, I know like, that's his safe space. Well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. As if we do, we do this only for him. Yeah, <laughs> Benny, this episode's for you. Yeah, every episode. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was, I was, I was, I was happy with the reaction we got. I, got, I actually got a lot of people that reached out. Um, that were like, yo, thanks for uh, for talking about that. Good, you know, and they and they liked it, and they were also they liked that we, you know, we didn't hammer political stuff. We were just talking about a situation with complete honesty, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, especially like when we started this podcast, there was a lot of uh, political fervor and yeah. things going on. So it's like, I think we did, you know, with, with less of that visible and and it's not that the whole world's going to shit right now and burning down that's still happening but yeah. like this is you know we're supposed to be talking about why you know i should have listened to my wife this past weekend and put you know sunscreen on my upper thighs yeah. before i i drove off on the jet ski yeah and i didn't <laughs> right and guess what guess what's peeling now oh man i'm so mad you're wearing you i'm so mad you're wearing pants i might even be able to i don't think i can nah, get it up skinny. here Oh, yeah, I can see a little bit there. A little bit right in here. Uh, she said, hey, Jay, just throw a little bit on those, because the thighs out, skies out. You know what I mean? Or skies out, thighs out. So, you know, I was hitting the water hog, and she said, you know, because you got the, the it's kind of like riding a Harley, but, yeah, yeah. but more manly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was, you know, it's right there. 
and, now, I, and I didn't do it. <laughs> now, would you say on that decision-making of yours, in, 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 in answer completely honest, would you say... Like you just like didn't think that it was necessary or was there a tinge of you that because column A and column B because your wife, you know, said it, you're like, mm. well, what is that? Why is that? What is that a, a, a about us men that like, like we will hear a woman like give us that direction and we will consciously know that it's prop like that can't hurt. You know what she? It what couldn't. She, she you're thousand percent what, what right. What you? What she? You know what she? You know asked you to like. Well, she didn't ask you. She, she, she put it up there for grabs and see if you wanted to nibble on it. Correct. And like it wouldn't. It was. It was. It was. It, it couldn't have hurt. But we. But we. Us as men, it, like in decisions like that that can't hurt, we choose to hurt ourselves. Correct. You that know? is like the standard. It's so weird. Why women live like on average six years longer than us? It's just the compilation of those little decisions it's... of not putting sunscreen on your upper thighs before you jet ski, which is why we die sooner. It's madness. It's madness, and you guys have complete like you should be. You guys should be frustrated with us. Yeah, we have, I, there's no reasoning behind it. But, like, you know, that's one that, like, she chose not to continue to... Neither of us chose to continue that battle. Well, she saw a learn... She saw she saw a moment for learning. A teachable moment? Yes. Well... <laughs> you know, as yeah. an ex-teacher, she so, saw a teachable... Salute! Because uh, <laughs> next time I get Teacher on... Teacher of the year. Next time I get on the water hog, you know... Oh, my God. Guess what you're doing every time you get on the water hog from now on? I'm putting on a fresh glaze. And, and, and you know what's going to happen, too? You know what's going to happen, too, now? Every future water hog uh, experience that you will be like, you know, partaking in, you will then be looking for other hogs to let them know. If you're, you will look and see, is that guy not not uh, throwing a little little fucking mayonnaise on on the knees? Mm. Well, so the 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 most, and you'll go over and be like, hey, yo, you should put a little mayo on the knees. Well, the the other side of that and is the person won't. I'm most likely hogging with on the water is Cody, who, as you know, is very white. So he yeah. just automatically glazes. Yeah. When I am a, I this well, you don't, have a very I, this, natural. You know this about me. Yeah. I don't I don't need to I don't glaze often, mm -mm. but I'm also very. Um, conservative when I'm just when I pop the tarp fully. Like, right, like you know, this when I was down on the boat for Memorial Day, the tarp's either on or you know it's off, and I'm letting it get a little bit of sun, but it's on most of the time. Well, you've got that nice natural olive, you know. I like to call it like you know, uh, what's his name, uh, John Stamos type of olive skin. Thank you. You know, you have that natural. Everyone wishes they had colored skin. Mm, I mean, know? I feel like you're making me out to be a little darker than I am. Well, no, no, I, 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 I say that more as like you always look tan. Mm. Like you always look tan, even when I'm like, you know, when it's December and we're in Jackson. Yeah, and like I'm at you my still whitest, have I'm a still... coat on. Okay, thank which you. Which is nice. Yeah, which I think a lot but, of people. You know, yeah, I, I think you're definitely right. Sometimes I'm just LeBron's James out there, and I'm looking good. But yeah, so. Uh, um, but yeah, we got to, I'm just glad that we had, we had, we had good feedback on it and, uh, I'm glad some of you enjoyed it. And, uh, sometimes we, like I said to, like I said, to, uh, blackjack Benny, sometimes it can't always be dick and fart jokes, dick, dick and fart jokes on here. So, mm. um, let's get in 
to it, let's start us off. I need to hear. Uh, well, I mean, I already you you already a Derek Trucks, uh, you know, semi aficionado, but you just give me the Derek Trucks yes. wrap up. Um, in the pie chart that is Jordan's knowledge of said peacocks, yeah, or let's call it the Venn diagram. I was, about to say, I was just about to say, yeah, I'm gonna, Venn I'm getting your pie, I'm getting your pie in here too. I would so love I, to see that Venn diagram. Right? By the way, who I would, could work on that. Yeah, who would who would the Venn you? diagram though of people that we the peacocks that we both know we both knew about probably definitely independent of one another and then also both like right is is small and Derek trucks yeah is one of those people yeah um you know and he's one of those guys i was i didn't know i was listening to him before i you know when i was actually listening to him yeah and after the fact i was like oh that's awesome um overall though he's He's a bluesman's bluesman. Mm -hmm. Is that a good way to describe that? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's carrying the torch. And, I, I and contemporary. He's carrying the torch he's a, he is... Type of and, we'll, and this will allude to something rock. that's going on a little bit later, but there's... I feel like a lot of the things out in the world, there's a lot of lasts of those things. Rock and roll, we know, is like on its deathbed. Defibrillators are out. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to make it. And I won't say blues is there yet, but this is one of the ones that's keeping that that heart pumping yeah. for the blues. Mm -hmm. Derek Trucks is certainly someone that if you're a blues fan, you know, I would say a majority of what you listen to is probably 40, 50 years old. Yes. But Derek Trucks yes, is yes. one of those that can even give you some current versions of that. And yes. one of the things I love and to tie in that old sound to Derek is I feel like you can just hear so many of those early influences uh -huh. in his music, yeah. which happens in blues because that's kind of like a very niche subgenre or genre. But but Derek, I feel like you can hear the Allman. You can hear even you know like he's got the, he's the, got the southern um, rock Clapton and all that stuff. Yeah, you can hear that in him. He's got the southern rock, but he's also got the blues, the hill country blues tinge in him. So it's a yeah he he marries both of them, but you can hear them both. And so yeah, and on top of that, who he actually married, and all the music they make together yes, with Su yes. Susan Tudeshi, um, who I also love. Yeah, Jacks. Yeah, so their stuff is great. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't listened to Derek Trucks, do yourself a favor. Yeah, go back and check out. Uh, go, ch go check out the last episode. Um, Jordan, what did you learn this week, my friend? Alex, I have a confession. My confession is that. This isn't something I learned about this week. I learned about this many weeks ago, but I forgot about it. And I don't know how it came back on the old TL, uh, but it did somehow. Okay. And I have some real world experience um, with this location. And, and what I learned and what I would need the world to learn about this week is that every year um, on the state line border between Florida in Alabama, mm -hmm. um, which is, as us locals call it, Florabama. Yes. Um, every year, there is the annual Florabama mullet toss. Mullet toss. The mullet toss. Oh, my God. I want in on this. So the cool thing about it is in on this. it's like 10, 15 bucks to enter. Everything's done by like age bracket, you know, uh -huh. sex and all Gen that type yeah. of stuff. And it's for charity, which is pretty cool. Uh -huh. And with the entry, you know, you get like a fresh, fresh T-shirt with it. That's that worth it so far. Yeah, totally. And so um, 
Just just so as a as a a thrower's thrower I that you are, I have the, a, f- a couple rules for you. Though. I need to know the yeah the stipulations. There's and a stuff. there's a ten foot circle that you stand within, and you have to throw it from the Florida side to the Alabama side. Okay. And then they measure. Are they wet? Are they dry? Are they dead? So, are they alive? Um, I need to know. The, these quick, quick couple DQs for you, real quick. No wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have sand on your hand. Okay. To give it some grit and a little uh-huh. grip. Uh huh. And you got to be inside the circle when you when you make the toss. Are they alive? They're probably dead. No, they're dead. Okay. And here's the other. You reach into a bucket. And you grab a dead mullet. Uh-huh. And they also, um, just just to be health and, and earth conscious, they donate all those uh, mullets to, like, the local, like, alligator farm or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure. um, but my guy, in 2018... What did he toss that bit? Uh, he he holds the record. Now, you want to make a guess? This is a, this is a, a wet, about, you know, handheld-sized fish. How far do you think you could throw it in feet? How far do I think I could throw it? Or how far do I think he threw it? Both. Um uh You're in, for you first, personally. Okay, me first. Because I need to see now if this is a record throwing throw that you're about to throw. Okay. Um it's in feet, I'm assuming. Yes, feet uh, and inches. First I want to just mention my technique would be uh pointer finger right in the mouth. Oh. Right in the kisser. I'm gonna. I, I, that's how I'm gonna get that grip on that two seamer. The old one lip fastball. Yeah. Okay. So that would be that would first of all be my which uh, technique. But I think I would be able to throw it now. The distance from home plate because my whole entire life is ruled by music and baseball. The distance between home plate and first base is sixty is or ninety foot. They're ninety feet. Sixty feet is is from to the home plate round. to the pitcher. I think or, I could throw. Or sorry, it, we, to the bump. To the yeah, I think I could throw it past the pitcher. So I'm thinking definitely sixty plus. Now could I make that throw to first base? What about the guy stealing second? Um. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know how far that one is. Mm. I don't know the 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 actual one on that one. I I should. Now can I throw it from home to first? That one's a little hard, so I'm gonna say that I could probably th- toss a mullet a shade under seventy. I'm gonna go sixty-eight. Sixty-eight feet. Okay. Um, I feel like you're being. Am I you're being trying modest? not to do the Stugats where you go super crazy high, and you're. I think you're compensating by going a little lower than oh, you I, actually. Well, think I don't you know could. how big the mullet are. You know, like is it a? You know, like I, that's that's my thing. Is like, are they really big ones? And like, yeah, sixty-eight kind of sounds it. If they're like that nice medium-sized one, like I could probably really like you know throw it. Like, is the wind on my back? What 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 was our guy at? I, I don't. I, my I don't man's, wanna, I'm gonna say he was over sixty-eight. My man's was at 189 feet eight inches. What? There's no way. So that's basically like hundred. That's like a that's like hitting a home run at a at a little league. That's essentially seventy yards. No. Way. All right. I got. All right. Maybe. I. I we gotta go. We gotta yeah. go. When is yeah. this? Do you, do you, do you the, it's in the, April. So we got It's a next year thing. All right. Put that on the calendar because I want in on this just for the t-shirt alone. So one of the funny stories to tie that all in. I don't is know, but I need to see this 180 footer. I went to a couple weddings at. I think, I think my man threw a couple, like, you know, quarters down down the old uh, gullet of the mullet. 
So I went to the bar actually called Florabama, which is literally on the Florabama line and right next to the beach where they do the mullet toss. Mm -hmm. And before I left town, right after, uh, you know, a full weekend of just being an absolute degenerate and going. When was this? This was shit. This was, it was in Alabama. This was college stuff or. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like college stuff. And, um, and, and went to the Waffle House. Got As my breakfast one. on the way out of town. Where did I stop? The t-shirt shop. What did I buy? Annual mullet toss tank top. Pictures of you and me with me tanking. Top tanker. Stay tanking. Stay tanking. You stay tanking. Thought about you this weekend when I was tanking. Thought you stay tanking. Okay, I love that. The, uh, Draffin put a little poll. I don't know if you saw, like, about, like, do you tank or not? It was like, do you tank or not tank? And I think it was like, yes, no. Yes, sometimes never, I think it was. Okay. And like the never was at like 70%. Well, those there was are a couple yeses. People, so, and then like there was like a little bit more sometimes, but there was just like an overwhelming nevers. And I was like, not that I'm like trying to like dog you. I just think that like you are in a, you're in a very specific minority on like if, the stay tanking group. If you include at home where I'm tanking. I have zero tanks in my, in my wardrobe. I'm tanking Zero. probably every other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's just to tie it in. There was a mullet toss tank out there for a long time. Do you still have it? No, yeah. I don't I don't think so. But that you were you were size. around for many of the wearings of that. Yes. So um, that's what I learned this week. Alex, what did you learn this week? Tell me. I learned a little actually, it was a lot of fun for me. Um I'm really obsessed with I don't know if you're a big history channel watcher guy, but I am like I'm a really big history channel watcher guy. Love history, never watch it. Um and they have a series of um uh of these shows called you know, it's always like one of them's called like the men who built America, the food that okay. built America, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Titan, the cars that built America, Hamburgers, Ford, right? And um, the new one that just came out, uh, or maybe just came out, whatever. It, I I watched it. It was uh, the restaurants that built America. Okay. And um, the one of the restaurants that they did was Benihana. Really? Yeah. Cool story, and uh, the what I learned this would week, have not picked that. They wouldn't have been in my top five. What Benihana? Probably not on my top ten list. Of I don't what uh, you thought I would have answered that with. Yes, right. I mean, everyone right now is saying, "What the fuck?" Well, I mean, I I just love the hit. I love knowing. So, of course, the, that was like American too. Oh yeah, it was totally American. It's I won't go in. This isn't what I learned, so I won't go into. Yeah, it, we couldn't it, make Japanese people do that like without paying them. It'll turn into a whole yeah episode. So, but what I learned was the owner of Benihana, Benihana, um, his uh, son is the legendary, very famous DJ Steve Aoki. Really? Yeah, his dad is. He's got Benihana money. He's been having money. So. I thought it was really interesting, like the. Uh, Why doesn't he go by DJ Benihana? I trust me. There were so many. I was just like, how does this guy not go by like DJ fucking uh, uh what's the fire volcano, volcano? Yeah. onion volcano? Yeah, the onion vol DJ onion volcano. At least like, come out with a side project under DJ that Hibachi, under know? that pseudonym. You know, well, whatever. Uh, yeah, I thought that was like really cool that his dad is Steve Aoki's dad is the owner. 
who is now deceased uh, of Benihana. RIP. Also, 305-741-3671. If you want to give uh, Steve Aoki a new Benihana-themed yeah. DJ name, <laughs> yes. please text those Let in. Let us know. Yeah, we and will definitely get to those. Yeah, and we'll rank the, the best ones. I actually yeah. want to hear what you guys have. Like, the, your best? Yeah, Steve Aoki didn't go by his actual name. Yeah, what would his Benihana... I think his dad's... Th- I'm trying to think of his dad. I think his dad's name was, like, Ronnie ben, Aoki ben or something. Ben Ihana. No. No, Benny Hanna actually was the name of his his mom and dad's. They have a cafe in Japan called Benny Hanna. Okay, so at least we got that. Yeah, and then he, authentic and then, baby. And then and then his parents moved over, moved to like New York, and he wanted to open up, you know, a Japanese style like Japanese. He wanted to open up Japanese cuisine to New York. And actually, his dad was really pissed because over the cafe over in Japan, they did sushi and stuff, and his son was like, no, we're going to do this like hibachi thing in front of people. And he's like, this isn't like what we So do. they didn't do the onion volcano in Japan. Uh, no, no, that was something mm. that was a, all of, all of those actually, they said all of those little tips and tricks that they, that when you go to Benihana's and stuff that they do with the shrimp and the volcanoes and all like the spatula stuff and eggs and things. He actually, that, that was all from what the Japanese cooks used to do when he first opened up the first Benihana. Nobody in New York understood it. So they were just dead all the time. And so all the hibachi chefs, because there was never anybody in the dining room, they would have little competitions of trying to like, you know, do tips and do tricks and like... Yeah, like the bartender with things, the bottles Because the hibachi thing was was new. It, was, it wasn't like... That's not like a Japanese thing to like. And, and so those were all the things that they did. And like the owner saw them one day like messing around was like, yo, that's mad cool. Do that in front of the people while you cook. <laughs> uh, did he also? Who who was the genius that put the sake in the squirt bottle? Uh, that one didn't who, come up. Because <laughs> I want to know. He better be like the COO of the company now. Whenever you, whenever you, you've had it done to you or seen it done to someone else, it looks like the person ha- by the end of it drank a gallon of it. It always, yeah, no it matter. Like, it was like, how did you keep drinking? It could have been two ounces, yeah, but, it, it, but right. it looked like it, it was an entire gallon. Like it was amazing, an amazing amount I mean, of sake. I like to think, though, I think they've gotten away from this practice, but I think what you were always supposed to do was find the drunkest person at the table, and that's who you try to squirt in their mouth. Yeah, because you're going to get they, so much more. Uh, yeah, I think that was like, the, that's how it got started, and then they just like, now it's just like. Yeah, you that know, one. It's Ted or Frank, and neither have been drinking. That one didn't. They didn't go through like who invented what. They just said like this is how like all the, those egg things and like things got created. Wow. The chefs were always trying to like outdo each other. I like this one. Uh, text us with your your Steve Aoki, yeah. Benny Hanna themed DJ names, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. All right. So I wanted to get into. I wanted to do some quick headlines because we had we had we have a we had a little mini. Uh, uh, Race of uh, headlines, some of them old, some of them new. All right, the, uh, Amber he- uh, Amber Head, Amber Heard, and Johnny Depp trial is done. We I texted you as soon as it was on at work. It was Don't a, ask me why. It was on at work. Um, uh, as everyone already knows, you know Depp. You know, I guess one he got the more money, but I think I think Depp had already won after he stepped foot down from his his uh his uh what you call it. Interrogation. Well, I I want to I want to push back on that a little bit because at, at that point he'd already looked great in the public because eye. Because 
although you always want to win in the public eye, um, you you first you gotta win the case. I mean, look at my guy OJ. Yes. You know, you win the case first, then you worry about the public yes. backlash. Yes. Sometimes you get it back, Johnny Depp. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and that's the most the, to me. You got to get the W. It's now that the dust has settled and it's all said and done. I just now we got 2020 vision going. I'm just so uh, surprised that Amber Heard just went through with all of this because I feel if I feel like if you just take this took a step back and thought about everything, is this going to look good? Well, I think had like knowing the evidence that she had. Yeah, well, I just, think she doesn't look good at all. If it got settled before it went, I think probably what she was trying to go for was the settlement. Because if it gets to court, you gotta think with what you got that she was hoping everything was everyone was gonna turn on Johnny, and then Johnny kind of looked like the lovable, regardless of well, what. Well, that's happened. really what it is. And no. then once it got to the trial, like. The port, the 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 well, the she underestimated Johnny yes. Depp's, you know, everything. The depth of his act, like she underestimated Johnny, and she also underestimated society and how much we actually society loves the fucking coked up party boy, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean dude, you know, that plays Blow, and like we like that's that's everyone's fucking hero. That's the Rock, man. That's that's those are those superficial actors that no one can ever touch, but we look up to them. Yeah. Because and the fact of the matter is, they both fucked up. Yeah. You know, they both beat on each other. They both were just like, they had a really toxic relationship. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy to think because I, you know, given everything since like the Me Too movement and everyone just being more cognizant of how, you know, people are being treated, um, it's interesting that in some instances it does turn on the people and they're definitely like blackballed from everything. And how it didn't in this situation. Like, that's the rare Yeah. Way, that's the rare result. I guess I just, like, you know, I was like, you know, all right, you know, Johnny won. Like, all right, you know, there was a part of me, like, you know, silently, like, fist pumped. But then you know what it was? Because I was watch I watched it. When she stepped foot outside of the courtroom, you know, there was a crowd there. You know, everyone's fucking there. And when she, as soon as she, because Johnny didn't show up, as, you, as everyone knows. When she stepped out of the courtroom, there, the crowd went and just boo the shit out of her. And, that, and in that moment, I was like, see, now that's messed up because yeah. this is a person that has gone through some shit. And yes, yeah, she lost this and like she's going to lose some money out of it. But like for everyone to boo her as if she is this villain, that's when I would, that's when I started just like, you know what? That doesn't sit well with me. I agree. And that's kind of why, why I wanted to bring it up because I was like, good good for you, Johnny, for winning. And like, yeah, don't you know, go down to the court and boo her, though. But yeah, there was the like, yo, because this is a person that like has gone through just just as just the same amount as uh, as much trauma as Johnny Depp did. Yeah. So like, don't be that person. Don't you know? Don't be like, what a dumb bitch. Don't yeah. do that. Don't, you don't be need, like that. No, you don't need. You to do I mean, anything. like, they both went through some shit. Look, one they, of them just they, won. They took it to court. It 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 the legal process went through. A result was hand, handed down. Now get back to the movies and Amber, go do whatever the fuck. And this is one more, and I'll put it to bed. This is, this is one more thing too. A lot of you, everyone's out there is like, oh, she lost 15 mil or whatever. You know, the number is that she has to pay Johnny. 
That is not a blip on her fucking bank account, buddy. Is She's it? got money. No, dog. That girl's got... Look at the way she reacted when it, when it came through. And they said, yo, you got to pay 15 mil. She didn't fucking budge because she goes, I got that. Mm. I'll have to pick up a couple more uh, a couple more shifts. But she has 15 mil easy in the bank, and that's nothing. Um, for all the for- forensic psychologists out there that are listening that kind of like study the facial reaction... Can you watch that again and tell us what you think of that? I'm curious. She didn't budge. Now, if that was now if that was somebody that she's like she's still a budge vic. She's still a budge vic, but if that was someone that like 15 like really hit her hard, you would have saw you would have seen some tears. Nah! You would see okay. some tears, and she'd be like, "I'm fucking broke." You know, she's <laughs> like, "I'm broke, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, you would have seen a reaction. No reaction. I was like, "Oh, she's got that in spades, bro." Okay. Yeah. Someone do also a financial analysis of Amber Heard. I'm curious. Is this crumbs or is this devastating now speaking of financial um uh financial analyses um i don't think i uh it's not looking good on this elon musk is not going to purchase uh twitter you don't think so no i i read i read recently uh that this is not going to go through because elon is elon's putting up a bunch of fucking money and it's now, you know, they're going through all the paperwork and stuff, and it has come out as a fact that, like, you know, Twitter has, you know, all... The bots. It's got, yeah, it's got a, a shit ton of bots. Yeah. And so Elon, you know, pushed back, went back to Twitter and was like, yo, you got, like, 15 million, 50 million bots on here, so I think you need to, like recalibrate your offer because it's because this company clearly is not worth that because you have so many bots on here and like twitter is now basically like nah that's it like you kind of like arteries with it and, and now elon's like it's looking like elon's gonna just be like uh, if you don't lower the price i'm not fucking buying it mm. so i don't I, I don't i'm gonna go on record and say you're going on the record. well-fed boy does not think that uh, Elon Musk is going to purchase Twitter at, at the end of the day. I am not doing the, obviously I'm Stephen A, you're Skip Bayless situation where I'm just going to take the other side. You gotta. But I do think that um, this is much to do with a business decision as he wants to look like he's able to negotiate it down. I just think that he's an egomaniac and I think that a lot of those types of forward thinking revolutionary whatever the fuck you want to call him or just piece of shit mm-hmm. so, like whatever you want whatever guy. you guys want to call him. yeah whatever Fill in the blank whatever category you want to put there for him he's definitely an egomaniac mm-hmm. and i think more than anything he's putting up a fight to say that he, at least he did but i think he's going to buy it still you think he's trying to lower it but like they're gonna be like nah and he'll still like buy he it. would buy it right now at this price but he's like I'm a fucking billionaire. Instead, of, instead of 46, let's just make it 40. Call it a day. Be yeah, out of here. Yeah. You know? Why not? That's how people get that fucking risk. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go the opposite okay. side there. And we'll see whose army um, is let's, victorious. Let's see whose future intellect is a little bit more keen. Yes. Uh, one last little, uh, little quick headline here. I actually saw this one. I think it was today. Um uh apple is they're in their new update you are now going to be allowed to edit text messages like if you want to unsend something you know in a group chat you can like click on it undo it or you'll be able to like click on it and then what? edit it edit it and click like oh I, this is actually i meant this and i've got a big issue with that 
Because now we don't have receipts anymore. Mm, you got to get like the screenshot. That's the only thing left. Yeah. If you don't in that moment get the screenshot of, you know, the ex-boyfriend saying, I'm going to come over and fucking slash your tires. You, it's like the court's going to be like, this is what, this is what it says. Mm. But I, but I'm interested. I'm interested to see how far that goes because you know how they always, they always pull the cell phone records in like depositions and things like that. Yeah, I wonder. I, I I have to think that that will also be recorded. It'll say like he sent this at five fifty five a.m. and then like coming over to slash. Yeah, and then at six. <laughs> then it's, <laughs> I, I love that one because at five fifty five a.m. coming over to slash could mean two things. It could mean multiple. <laughs> it could things. mean a couple of different things. Um, but so, then at six oh one, will it, will the depth will it say you know from the you know Verizon or whatever company you use will it say then at six oh one a.m. he deleted you know te- you know yeah hey I'm on the other side of town not slashing <laughs> at six oh two he said yeah he deletes and then at six oh one he deletes at six oh two he says yeah and he says I'm on the other side of town no slashing over here. Okay, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but uh, yeah, the receipt. I don't like that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. This is this was. I wish there. I don't. I mean, we'll see but when it comes very, out. You're very much a say what you mean, mean what you say kind of guy. But this is. But this is my. Only, this is the one thing I want to say is, I I like the I like the idea and the technology of it. If if that person hasn't seen it, like you know, if you if that if you know that that person hasn't seen it yet, then I think you should be allowed to retract it. But if the person has gotten the notification or they've opened up their phone and looked at it, then you're not allowed to you're not allowed to delete it. Yeah, I think it like your phone needs to know that you ha- you were yeah. able to read it and given one minute. There needs to be like a pitch count or a pitch clock. Yeah. Like, so that like once it's read, you know, your phone will know it's like looking at your face all the time of when it was red and that you've had a minute and then boom, it can be deleted. Cause I, cause I just, Oh, one of my, I mean, one, isn't one of the most, like your favorite things in the world is when you're in that group text message with the guys and like someone says something and then like, you just be like, yo, then you, you scroll up, you screenshot what the, you know, said person said, and then you, and then you scroll back down and then you, and then you copy and paste it in there and just like, what's good. Or, well, yeah, that's how you're going to have to do it. Cause now you can actually reply to the individual tech, which is, which is great. I love that. Yes. That was, that was groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. It was like, why did this take so long? Yeah. But maybe this is that next evolution. And we created a monster that we can now cannot contain. I, I, I'm just a man of like keeping your word and you're not- a terrible texter. So anything that we're doing <laughs> by text isn't like something meaningful or I need your um, immediate response on. I send you a text message like the way that I throw a piece of dead fish on a hook out to maybe catch a catfish over the next 12 hours. That you're like, eh, about. Yeah, like, you're pulling on the line, I don't even know if I'm going to reel it in. <laughs> right, yes. yeah. Yeah, I purposely... When you and when when you and uh, Steve Arduino uh, were texting back and forth, like, last week and the weekend before, and, like, I... I I was I was doing something, but then by the time I got to it, I, it was like twenty you know twenty texts in or something like that. Could have popped in any time, and I could have, and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna. And then it, and then it started going like, and then I let it go the whole entire weekend, you know. And, and yeah, it wasn't cool. At that point, it was amusement for me. Yeah. 
Well, no, there's a certain point of you're so left out that now you're back in it because <laughs> you're you're not wanting to say anything, right. which now makes you included. Right. Yeah, and, that's and all think, we were doing. And I think it wasn't until Steve said, uh, he was like, is he with Ian? You know, he said yeah. something like that. And then that was the line where I was like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Uh, I said like a meme. I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> speaking of, hey, would you call me? Um, I know that I've he seen, I've seen, I've seen some pictures of, of you. I've seen some pictures of you like doing things. So I know you're alive. Ian, hey, would you call me? Dude, you've got, you got generals falling left and right. It's right now. <laughs> with with the way that Dugan is, I don't even want to call him Dugan anymore. When Benedict Arnold left here and totally just switched sides and betrayed me at the highest level, I believe all I have right now is the number one Mitski as my general. Dude. And let me just say it from the mountaintop <laughs> that I... Am open for business over here. Jay's kosher dandies. Office Come on over. Open, dude. Yeah, we're taking on um, all makes and models, all ages and size, colors, whatever you You're got. You're like every single fast food chain right now in the country that like signs are out of out front of every single fast food chain says we're hiring starting at fifteen dollars an hour. $18 an hour. Whoa. Come on over. Come on over to the this side. Um, okay, so I got um, a couple... Uh, I got a couple of top 10 lists that I wanted to run by you here. I'm going to do one now, and then we'll do one after the Peacock. Sure. But this first one is a music one, and it's the uh, it just came out today. Okay. It's the Rolling Stones top 10 rap albums of all time. Top 10 rap albums of all time from Rolling Stone. Now, let me ask you this. You ask it. Is this a list that you... Last time I brought you a Rolling Stone list, it was tossed out like yesterday's trash. Was the best songs of uh, all time? Or wasn't it? I think it was the best songs. It was like the Beatles and Missy Elliott was on yes, there. Yes, top and, 10 songs of like the millennium or some shit like that. I think it was all time. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the Beatles song that like I think it was Strawberry Fields. It was like Fields Strawberry Fields was and it was number, number eight. Yeah. And I was like, that's not even the Beatles number, like their best one. Yes. Yeah. We had a big issue with it. Yes. Now, so is this list legitimate? We, this this list is legit. And that is why I'm doing it. Because I, if it was if it wasn't legit, I was like, well, now we're just like beating a dead horse that is the Rolling Stone. Now I'm I'm giving them their, their props back and I'm very happy with them. I am very excited about this. Am I doing some guessing here? What are we doing? No, no, we'll just go through them. And, and, and we'll go through them. I, th I think they hit it. I think they did a really good job on it. I, th I think we're not going to have really any issue with any of them except for like maybe one. All right. I'm definitely going to throw out Biggie's first album, Tupac's Ambitions as a writer. I'm oh, do you want to? Oh, how about that? You want to just throw out albums that you think will just be in the top 10 no yeah. matter where they're at? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ready to Die is in there. Okay. I'm going to go Tupac's. I guess it's Ambition as a There's writer. no Tupac in here. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go an Outcast album for sure. I'm Outcast gonna go with, is in there. I'm going to go with um see this is difficult because they they rated differently. i mean i'm putting you on the spot so yeah i would say probably a quemini or maybe at aliens well, well let's just just go another artist is definitely gonna be in there Illmatic. um nas is not in there wow yeah. okay um, i'll give you one more i'm gonna go 
I'm gonna go either NWA or Dr. Dre. At least one album. Neither there. one. Neither one. Yeah. So at okay, wow. So at number so, ten. Okay, wow. Hit me with this. The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill by Lauryn Hill. Not a hip hop album, but <laughs> not, wait, rap. Was the it's, wait, this is rap, right? It's, it, it's rap. Is was the okay? Headline. So that's not. It's funny that you said that because it was the first thing that came to my mind when I was writing this down. It. I was like. Raps a stretch on that one, especially when you go through the rest of the list. That's more look. If anything, Lauren I would Hill say it's hip hop rap, but I would say it's rap, but it's there's right. a lot more of pop. Right. I don't like that at all. Number, I'll say so, so. Number nine, the low end theory by uh, okay. Tribe Called Quest. Tribe, okay. I think that's I think I think that's appropriate. Appropriate, in there. appropriate. Uh, number eight, we got Enter the Wu Tang. Enter the thirty six chambers, um, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. it's got to be in there. Got to be. Got to be in there. Mm-hmm. Now this was this this was the, the the now we're coming up on the two where I where I'm like nah. This uh, apparently Rolling Stone is just enamored with Missy Elliott, Missy E, so addictive album. There, I don't know. There's somebody over there on the not writers, a top ten, not, not a, a top, top 10. ten. I don't know if they're trying to do like a parody and a parody and try to get like. You know, be all inclusive. I think here. they were trying to get a I woman think, in there. But I think they got Lauren Hill. But in, but but that one was a stretch. So I think that was my reason. I was like, are they just trying to throw women in there just to have a woman there? Which they're is- they're stretching even further and they're pulling their quad. Right. So I'm gonna go no on Missy Elliott. Yeah. That was what number seven. Seven. There's someone over there is just obsessed with Missy Elliott, or they're just going over the top with the equality stuff, which. Listen, it's fine, but like we're talking about like not top ten, top ten rap albums of all time. I'm sorry, you're we not going to take put... Missy's uh, uh, album out and put fucking Chronic in there or easily. Illmatic. Illmatic, or Illmatic should like, easily, easily be there. Like, okay. Easy. All right, but we digress. Yes. Uh, now this one is an artist that like it's it, it'll speak for itself of why I'm like eh. Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fa- uh, fantasy uh, by Kanye, Kanye West. This I, is the only Kanye album on here. This is the only one on there. See, I think that's a total. I that's total how I felt. Misstep. But and maybe I'm everyone, old. Everyone, We're old now. everyone loves that album, especially the younger Kanye. I feel like generation. everyone always loved Pablo. The what's the the Pablo? The Pablo. The, I got because I was always freaking. I was like, this, this is not a good album. I've always contended that the first album, College Dropout, is yes. is one of hip hop's greatest albums from front to back. No skips. It's a fantastic album. I remember where I was, what I was doing the first time I ever even listened to it. That's how good it was. <coughs> that and was... the fact that this is over that, I don't understand. I don't have a problem with Kanye being in the top 10. I just don't agree with. Wrong album. The, the, yes. Wrong album. Right. Totally wrong album. So at number five, um, I think this one's appropriate, especially uh, at the positioning, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Okay, that was number four. Yeah, and you, I think you have to have a, a Kendrick in there. Kendrick certainly needs to be in there. I don't know if I'm, 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 I'm seeing a theme with this list. It's Rolling Stone, so remember that. Yeah, it's Rolling Stone. It's not. It's not you and I. I think they're kind of forgetting the nineties here. You know what? You know if 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 I if I was if I was a better if I, if I was a better producer. I'm and showing co-host, my age right now. I'm if, I, if, if I was a better producer and co-host, I should have. Hit you up and asked you to put together your top ten, and I should have put together a top ten, and we could have collaborated on what we think a top ten would be. But we didn't. So on to number four, and this one you kind of just have to throw it in there. It's just like no, no one's gonna, um, 
uh, really argue it, but uh, it takes a nation to hold us back by public enemy. Just mm. one that you're not going to argue with. It's just throw it in there and no one's going to say anything. Number three? That's four. That's number four. Um, That's number four. I don't have a problem with it. Changed, I don't love you know, them. They were the first, no, but I, that's I'm, kind of like a tip of the cap and the homage to the you know just like the early days. Yeah, and the, pol- the political and the you know and yeah. the fight the power and yeah yeah. Eh. So we won't we won't do anything with it. Now we get into the good stuff. Okay. At number three, the blueprint by Jay Z. Okay. I'm like, not a I'm, huge Jay Z guy. And honestly, if I was to say that I was, I love like his like very more recent stuff than a lot of his like older like actual full album stuff. Mm-hmm. Blueprint, I understand. It's but... a classic. It's Illmatic. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, I mean you got you got early. I, I would still put Illmatic in there over that. Uh, trust me, we should. I should have. We we should have done our own. But... I'm putting I'm putting one together for next week. Don't okay, worry. it's already been written. Down. Um, and then number two, Stankonia. Okay, they, they, See, they went with Stankonia. I'm very, that's actually what I was somewhat referencing was. I think that's Stankonia even versus um, what was the one after that? That was they did the double disc. The, it was the Love Below. And yeah, and Speaker Speaker Box. Box. So that gets like a lot of critical. Stankonia acclaim, was that, but Stankonia once again album. I remember where I was, what I was doing. I was yes. visiting Atlanta when everybody had that album too. The one of the dopest album covers, actual not album covers, but actual um, CD arts yes. of all time. The black and white American flat, yeah. I, I liked. I, I was, no, I was, it's like a silhouette. It's like um, it's like kind of tie dye of a woman silhouette. Oh, on, what am I thinking of? You're thinking of um, there's a famous photo that you're thinking of. I'm oh, gonna pull it up right I now. I thought that was Thinkonia with the black and white American flag, and then. Andre's got his hands out and, and big boys on the other side. So this picture is basically, it's definitely like. Let me see it. I'm, I'm gonna, oh, let me sorry. describe it and then I'm just going to show it to you. This album is, it's like kind of a tie dye situation, but art. And it's definitely like a woman that's definitely like a stripper. And she's got flames on her body and a unicorn, um, you know, horn. And she's naked, and she's looking. Oh! She's looking back at you, and you can see that nipple, and you can just see. Oh, and you can just see the under. You can I got see it the now. undercarriage. I got it. Yeah, I got it now. And you I can see the now. undercarriage from the back. I remember that because I remember my dad seeing that, and being like, "Ooh, that's cool." Yeah, like just because the little nipples like on fire. The nipple it's and nice. the undercarriage is just visible for you, yeah, so you're some just fuzz. like. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. So yeah, uh, that alone, that. that alone gets gets it in. Yeah, I forgot. Well, you were, you were talking about the actual CD art. Y- yes, yes, that's literally the actual on CD the CD. Art. Yeah, the album art is what I'm yeah, talking about. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. That's that. You that go, go check that out, that's, guys. That's definitely like. Oh, I remember of, like sitting that into my boombox and just listening to it. Yeah, see, over and over and over. See, and that over shit again. that you youngins you don't know about. You don't know about like the like the purchasing of a twenty dollars CD and the inside the From, actual like, CD Sam had Goody. its own artwork on it. You had the album stuff that was on the CD, and then the actual CD and the pamphlet. Its, yeah, it, it was a whole experience. You all don't know, man. And then at number one, we got Ready to Die. Respect. I, I would really love to know, like, 
I, I wonder if this was like a they pulled everyone in the office or if this was like one individual. Um, I'd be very curious. I feel like they were definitely doing a. All right, guys, this is a big deal. Like, there's like 20 people around a, like a big boardroom and rounded like, up all like get all like, the black people in the office, but get all the young people and the young people. and the old people, but yeah. not too old. You're right. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. too old. That fine OG. Uh, <laughs> give me, give me the temps and give me everyone 50 and above. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. It was one of those because I feel like they were very much politically doing a thing of like, okay, I got to remember the new age. But I got to put some of the old age in and I got to put some women in there. And then, you know, of course, we got to do fight the power and all that stuff. We got to put one of those. We got to put. Yeah. One of those. Because that's like because you know what? You, you know, we're joking, but like you actually really broke it down to actually what really Rolling Stones job every single time they do any of these. They're not picking the top 10 rap albums of all time. They have a list. They have a list of ten. It's an aggregation. Yeah, and they're like, all right, we have to hit each one of these themes. Yes. So pick pick an album for each one, and then once we pick those and they heat and they check all ten of those boxes that we're trying to like convey, then we'll just rank. Then we'll put them in an order. Yes. That's what they're doing. Yeah. And they have to. Or you know they're like, all right, Biggie number one, you know. All right, we 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 all we're not even going to talk we'll about that. We'll gain the respect. With we're not the even going to talk about we'll, that. Yeah, yeah. We'll gain the respect. Who's going to say no to Biggie? Yeah. Which look, I don't have a problem with. No, 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 no. No, we but, love Biggie. That's our man. Yeah, Biggie's our man. But um, I have some issues with that list. My list will be coming next week. I love it. Okay, so next week we're getting Jordans. Yes. Cool. The, defi I, the definitive list. That's, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. That's, you want the real list. That was that. Yeah, yeah. Rolling that was, Stone. Eh. Mm -mm. Decent periodical. That that Jay lit the kid. Mm. Yeah, it's coming. Um, what uh, we've got we've got we got one of my favorite uh, segments of uh, Jordan's quick hits. Jordan's quick hits. Quick, quick hits. hits. Um, so I just have a couple things I wrote down and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna toss them in your lap. Mullet. I'm gonna mullet toss them over to you. Uh, a record breaking toss distance wise. And I just want you to give me, um, your thoughts, whatever you got on each one. Hit so me. first one was, I saw the new Top Gun this weekend. I went to a theater. I did it. You did it. I did it. Um, have you haven't seen it yet? Uh, yeah, I'm going to wait till it comes on the... Okay, uh, you're going to couch it. Yeah. Okay. I uh, thought about it and I said, nah. Now, I know Elbow Baggins was saying he loved it. Yeah. I'm giving it a very, eh. Give it an honest. I'm giving it a, eh. It was all right. I'm giving it, it was a good movie. It was entertaining. It was a good movie. It was not a great movie. Right. It was not a great movie. Mm -hmm. And I, in retrospect, having seen it, would have said, I probably should have waited for the couch. Okay. So I think I like that honest. You're doing the right thing here. Um, you know, text us in if you have some differing opinions on this. You know, it's running hot through just like the zeitgeist right now. Yeah. So um, now, now, and just to piggyback off that, do we have any true action heroes left? Um, that's a good one because I, I don't. I'm not going to put the rock in on that one. Jason Statham was a big one for a while, but he's kind of fell off. They're all old. They're all old. Keanu Reeves is old. Um, I that's a good. That's a very good. I, my answer to that is um, is no. Because Tom Cruise is out here and he's sixty. 
Mission Impossible is another mission couple. There's, I think two. there's two more coming. There's right? two. There's yeah. a part one and a part two. All the Marvels are mixed up with all different types. So you can't put one. And the thing is, and I'm I not think, gonna put Robert Downey. He's not action. Like, yeah, none of the Marvels are action. But first I think of all. I think those. That's. A, I'm glad you brought that up. I think they can. All those movies are cannibalizing each other. Yes. Because when it was you know Peter Parker and it was Tobey Maguire, you could say okay maybe that's an action movie, albeit he's not like an action star, but you know like. Those were action-ish movies. Right. But now when they start all intermingling, I'm like, no, those don't count anymore. I, I would agree. That's This is an interesting. I, and I'm trying to rack my brain, and I'm, I not, mean, and I'm not... Sylvester you're... Stallone is like 70. But I was even Liam like... Mason like is like, old I as fuck. Like, would we... Like, would you... Like, not that this is an action star. I'm not saying that. But would you... I'm, I'm more of asking uh, age-wise, would like Bradley Cooper... Like, like age wise, is he? I feel like he's a little too old to be an. He's actress. probably what, like if late forties, late forties. No, he's gotta be in his fifties. Fifty. I would say if you're over, like if 50, McConaughey was an action star, I'm talking about probably say, under fifty. I think so too. Fifty, I think, has got to be the cutoff of whether you're a young action star versus old action star. I think maybe. I mean, not Michael B. Jordan. He didn't. He hasn't really done like action, action stuff. That's a good question. If any of you guys have one that's on your mind, 305-741-3671, text us right now. If you're riding in the car or listening at, at your, uh, your your cubic, uh, cubicle and you have someone you want to yell it out because I'm a little stumped on that question and I like it because there's got to... The answer to it is... No, but there might be one or two. Because even in, maybe, in, maybe yeah, someone knows. No, well, but I, I, I there's going to be very few and far in between. And like with um, with Top Gun, I'm watching it and I'm just like, you're you're old. You're old, Tom Cruise. You're old. It was cool. Now it's I get the movie and how we're doing it, where you know you're kind of the older guy now and you're playing like the older seasoned guy with all the younger guys. I get that. But still, I was like, I don't see, like, you're old and you're about to do two more Mission Impossibles? I think, honestly, is, I mean, and, and, I'll, and I'll retract it just because I want to at least give you an answer. I think the only one is The Rock. and I and he's, he's over 50, though. Is he over 50, though? Definitely. Okay, so then, yeah. Who else I, I were we nothing. saying before that we were speculating on age? Well, I I, I was just saying age of McConaughey and, and Bradley Cooper. I, I thought they were um, over 50. McConaughey um, probably definitely is. Bradley Cooper. Uh, Bradley Cooper, 47. Oh, okay. But so, he's not, yeah, but he's not, no. he's not a, I, and, I was just. And I think back in the day, and they, maybe this is something that's changing too. People were kind of typecast, like Sylvester Stallone did plenty of other movies, but to me, he's an action star. Well, like, I, I think would've... like Bradley Cooper's probably done one or two action movies. Maybe we haven't seen, but he's known well, well, w way more. Would for you put other... uh, Matt Damon in there with the Bourne stuff? Would you put like, I would, a Wahlberger I would... in there? Would you put? Yeah, I would even though I think put... all those are over fifty. Yeah, I think I have to go. I think I would put Damon in there as an action star a little bit. Um, I don't know about Wahlberg. Matt Damon, fifty-one, just missed. Um, Mark Wahlberg. I don't think I would put fifty-one. I don't think I would put Wahlberg as an action. I think I think he would count, so? but I think he's over our limit. Mm -hmm. He's over our limit. And even if you could name one, I wouldn't even. You know, I guess what we're saying is there's no one in their early or mid thirties that are consistently doing 
action movies. I'm trying to think of young known... black actors too. Like, and what's his name was really good in Tenant. Uh, Denzel's son. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's Robert right. Pattinson. Yeah. You know that, but like but Pattinson's not in action. He, I, I mean, mean, he did Batman, but, which I thought he did a terrible job. So yeah, that's the only one though. Yeah, so that's not action. Yeah, so I don't really know. You know, text us and let us know three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. Yeah, I want to know. Let's see if anyone can. Gotta be, can we're missing can, somebody. Yeah, it's gotta be somebody we're missing. Um, but I think you, I think you've tapped into a definite open market. For the young actors out there that are listening to the pod, because I know we have a huge young acting uh, yeah. action out in Hollywood. Yeah, we're in bubbling LA. in LA. Um, there, there's a there's a total uh, market open there for somebody to step in and make it make make you know like I mean, when how old was uh, was uh, Cruz when he did Top Gun? He had been probably in his twenties, right? Oh yeah, I mean he's I mean, like Top sixty Gun, now. Top and Gun it came was out thirty six years 30, ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you, let's. Let's start opening up for these younger guys. We don't want to see these old guys, you know. Nah, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. We're ready. We're ready for I want some to see a fresh Michael meat. B. Jordan action movie, dude. Yeah, I think Michael B. Jordan would be good, but once again, he I love him. I think he's a great actor. Me too. I love him. He's great. Um, all right, I'm just gonna toss this in your lap like a uh, uh, like a dead, cold, wet mullet, mm. and just see what you do with it. Student debt forgiveness. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit, dog. I understand it, but that's some bullshit. Only because we had we had debt. I still have debt. And like this is you know you know I will go a step further. This is how this is how badly I feel about it. I feel like if you're gonna wipe out these motherfuckers' debts, I think you need to go back like twenty years and the people that did pay their debt or still like I think they need to get paid. Oh, did you pay fucking ten grand fucking ten years ago? Here's ten grand. Where's the cutoff, though? I don't know, but like that's all I'm saying. Okay. Like, only, but that, I that's only because I'm bitter. This was a hot button issue. Only because I'm bitter. Yeah. Only because it's a hot button bitter. Like you know, because I had to fucking deal with my debt, mm. and it just like everyone else did. So if you signed up. If you signed up for something, and knowing that this is what's this, these are the consequences, I can't ever feel bad for you. And I think it's just like a such a bullshit like thing that the Biden administration throws out there to like make young people think that he's like fucking a good guy. Well, I definitely agree with that. Right. But um, as someone who might benefit from this, hopefully it happens. Okay. Oh, um, I, I, I I totally do. Yeah. Okay. The next one, I'm gonna once again, I'm gonna just drop this in your uh your lap like a cold dead mullet. Uh, barstool sports. Oh, this is hilarious. I actually had somebody this weekend like bring up the pizza review and they're like they love dave portnoy and i well i like the pizza reviews i did yeah that's I what i said those. they're like they were talking about how I, was, I was like yo i love the pizza reviews actually i watch i that's the only uh that's the only barstool um so that's the only thing uh, that you consume thing that yeah that i follow on instagram i don't follow like any other stuff but um portnoy i can't really stand and the barstool people it's just like a big it feels like very fratty to me mm -hmm. and it's very like masculine over the top so it's just, it's just not my bag it's not i'm not into it if someone else is into it you like i totally understand it it's like gambling and you know portnoy is like this progressive like you know crazy like investor and he's young and he's hip and he's, he looks cool and he always he comes off as very real he's into fighting so like I don't I don't blame anyone else like for liking it. It's definitely if I was twenty six I probably would be like so into Barstool. But I'm like not twenty six, I'm thirty four. So 
it's to me it's just it's a collegey fratty type thing to me that like i i don't get my entertainment too much from it but i i'm down with the pizza reviews just because i like food and but i again i think his uh metric his system is like he gives six eight six six eights to just everybody i feel like okay so two things there almost 35 the other thing was <laughs> um did you see him do any of the reviews when he was here in fort lauderdale he lives here now I just bought a place so you'll see more of those but did you see like yeah. you know where he did like all the spots around here yeah. and stuff like that okay cool uh, once again, I want to throw this just in your lap and you just give me your thought on this, uh, TikTok. Um, yeah, that th- these are good. These are good. Uh, these are good quick hits here. Uh, the TikTok thing has been kind of starting to rub on me lately. Cause I don't, I'm not on it as everyone knows we're, we're not on it. And it was something that I always was like, I won't, I'm not gonna get on it just cause I don't know. I'm not even on Facebook. I don't, I don't have a Twitter. I only do Instagram. So I've always like kind of just told myself, I'm like, well, do I have time for another one? But it's been rubbing on me a lot lately. And like this last like month has been the first time where like uh, the thoughts have been coming across my mind a few times of should I download that app? And that's kind of where I have a lot I'm of friends like Chris Cody, like Chris Cody's always like, dude, you got it. Like you, there's so much shit on there, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I don't know how much shit I want, though, because I'm already, I already think I already have a lot. Exactly. But I will say the thing that's pulling me in are the cooking yeah. videos and the and the gardening and just plants stuff. Yeah. That's the two things I'm just like Well, uh, that's my that's my reasoning of like why I've been like it's been rubbing on me because I'm just like, is there is there music stuff on there I'm missing out on? Yeah. Because that's not being that's, on, it's not on Instagram. And I think that might be something that starts to plague the slightly older, you know, uh, the geriatric uh, Gen Zers of the world like right. us, where we're just like, oh, wait, like every time these apps come out, like information and cool shit is more readily available. Yeah. What am I missing out on yeah. by not having this that would just like not be like a mental like negative to me but would like add or like inform me on cool shit that i care about you know it's i'm glad that we you brought this up and we're talking it through because now i can see now it's more intriguing to me if i use tiktok as more of just interest that i'm into instead of uh profiles oh i wouldn't be posting anything Right, I, I that, would, that's that's I, exactly the how I, whole. I would be one of those guys on Instagram with no avatar picture, with <laughs> right. no description of anything, and and there's no posts. Like, is this guy a bot? It's like, no, I'm just using this just purely for my own interests. Correct. So I'm wondering. Yeah, I, I'm. You might have. You might have. I think you might have gotten me there. I'm not there yet. Because I could. I could. I would. I could. I'll totally uh, make a TikTok right now. And just only follow music and, and, and cooking and shit. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm I'm even starting to consider it. I don't want to do anything on it. I Are just you wanna, on it? No. Oh, okay. My wife wifey sends me something from TikTok probably once a day, if not twice. Yeah, yeah. She's something been on it, dog yeah. related or yeah, you know, whatever. So um now uh cousin Mary, shout out cousin Mary, pencil Tuckian. Uh, potential Jay's Kosher Dandy general candidate. We'll see. I don't know. Um, no. She actually mentioned this. I don't know if we talked about it um, when we did voicemails and text messages last, but, and she asked a very good question. Britney Spears. Oh, she, yeah. Is she offered yeah. John Rocker? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's out here posting photos. She's been. She's been. Straight naked 
with just the tiniest little heart emoji over her vagina. Oh yes, yeah, she's been off of it. I mean, I guess yeah, I guess we have, we've never crowned her, but yeah, let's let's open that up real quick. Let's just let's let's get a quick one out. Britney Spears is absolutely off for John Rocker. Welcome to the club. Well, it's getting yeah. It's getting it's getting filled up now. There's a lot you'll have. There's a lot of friends in there. Don't worry. You know, like it's just not going to be you and a couple other people. We have a we almost have a full you know baseball team in there. So yeah, well, welcome and congratulations. Starting pitcher, actually cl starting closer, John Rocker. Yeah, yeah, Obviously. yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, we're gonna have to get um, who was the uh, Curtis or Kurt Kurt Schilling, mm -hmm. someone of that nature to be our starting pitcher. Right, so, so John can obviously close. Yeah, we're gonna out. have to. Yeah, we'll have to figure out. Um, I, don't, not, I wouldn't put Schilling. He's not off the rocker, but there's. I'm trying to quickly rack my brain of a of a crazy. Aubrey Huff is not a pitcher, right? No, Aubrey Huff is not off a, as John Rocker though. Yes, off as John Rocker. So there's the yeah. Uh, that's your homework for next week. Find us a starting pitcher. I'll find you for a, off I'll, there, John I'll, Rocker, please. I will. I will. I'll find. I'll find us a, a, an ace. Okay. Um, so yeah, we can just confirm. Welcome to the club, yeah. Brittany. You're in. Honestly, you've probably it's been, been too long. Sorry about that. You probably let you in have been earlier. in for like. You you're... might have actually been one of the first ones well, ever. I, I think what happened was we wanted to let her in, but her dad was her you know. Oh, her dad didn't sign off on. Yeah, her. I think mm -hmm. we wanted to, and her dad was like, "No way, Jose!" But now he's gone. So welcome. Yo, I'm checking the ID. Looks good. I see the hologram. Get on in there, Security girl. Have says, fun. Bienvenidos. <laughs> Okay, and um, here's the last one for you. Now, this I want you to answer from your own perspective. Um, describe the ideal dinner date. The ideal dinner date to me uh, happens uh, at either one of the person's houses and you cook together. Hold. Um, that's the ideal dinner date, yeah. And I would say probably uh, uh, some type of Italian um heavy. i think is 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 uh <laughs> usually heavy yes <laughs> um i mean are I we both say, going to sleep after i this? would say the the uh an italian dinner i'm trying to do a lady in the tramp type you know deal mm -hmm. but yeah i would say the ideal dinner happens at one of each other's houses and uh you guys kind of cook together that's always a go-to move of like you know if you know you, you you cook something but then you you have like the chick over and, and she's like hey chop up that onion you know, get the, you know, it's like some menial task that won't alter the recipe. But I don't like, think you definitely up my, my, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, and uh, yeah, and then just eat, and then yeah, eating that thing down and uh, eating what thing down? Um, I would say if it if, if I'm gonna go Italian, I would probably go with like uh, you know, like a lemon chicken piccata. Oh, okay, not so heavy now. I like that. Well, um, yeah. And are we doing, do we have like a, what are we doing? Is there any after dinner? Like, do you have anything set up after dinner? Um, I would probably after, uh, see if she, if she's okay with, uh, um, doing like a little espresso. I'll do like a little, make it, make a little, uh, coffee thing to get her back up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like when you guys, you <laughs> <laughs> guys, I wish you could have seen his eyes when he said back up. <laughs> Um, because those eyebrow those eyebrows <laughs> soared towards the sky. Um, yeah, I would, yeah, I would do like a little thing of espresso and like you know, because then that gets you like you know, jolting, caffeined up, and you know, then you'll you'll talk more and hopefully get to know each other more. That's mm. the, my ideal dinner. Okay, yeah. I had you for like minus one thousand 
Definitely <laughs> throwing like a, a game of Scrabble or some board game in there. Oh, no. Definitely no games. Okay. Definitely no. I'm not a big games guy unless... I'm, I'm a, I only like to play a very specific uh, set of games, list of games, and if it's not in that list, I, re, I don't play. Okay, just a quick hit on that. Uh, Lady and the Tramp, uh, Wifey and I always <laughs> discuss what type of dog each other would be. But you, you, <laughs> of course, you guys have a weird dog thing. But you can't, you can't pick the dog for yourself. You pick the, the other person's dog. And so I, I told, I'm so, uh, I'm so I told Wifey that she's actually an American Cocker Spaniel, which is the, the lady from Lady and the Tramp. I would agree. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that absolutely. Is her. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. I would agree with that. Thank you. That's good. You, what did she pick for you? Um, she wanted to go English Bulldog. No. I, I say I, Great Dane. Great Dane? Yeah. Um, no, I think I'm more of like a medium boy dog. I don't think I'm like a, a Great Dane. I don't even think you're a Great Dane. Or no, what's the ones? I'm sorry. Not a Great Dane. What's the... I mean, that's still like, I guess, kind of a big dog. What's the one dog? Uh, they're black... Uh, not a Rottweiler. They're like skinny though. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, a Doberman. A Doberman. See, it's funny. I see you as a Doberman. I'm sorry, not a great in a Doberman. See, I was actually. It's funny you just mentioned it, but for you, I'm going Rottweiler. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, you're yeah. you're a nice thick Rotty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like you're chewing a tire in a DMX. Video. Yeah, I'm putting a, I'm putting a dent in that couch over the years. Yeah, oh man, yes. But you know, we've been through a lot of games together. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. We both I'll have our dogs. Doberman for you. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to text funny. in, I like that. If you want to text in what type of dogs you think we we are. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Let if, us know what type of dog you think Jordan yeah. or I am. Three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. Please let us know. <laughs> All right. Um, are you ready to get into this? Yes, let's get into the peacock. All right, let's go. Let's get into us a little bit of peacock meat. Uh, as always, for the uh, new listeners out there, um, I know we got a couple. I went over and saw, uh, met some new friends this week and uh, told them about the pod. And I actually had, you know, exchanged numbers with said new friends and actually had them hit me up today and said, yo, just listen to episode, uh, the last episode, fucking shit's... Uh, Shit's fucking hilarious. I'm going to binge your shit. So for the new uh, listeners out there, as always, uh, if you're ever interested in any of the Peacocks in music and you want to hear a little bit of uh, their music, I make, I, I go through and I, and I find all the little cuts, the little gems, all the singles, any of the songs or, you know, bands and stuff that we talk about in the Peacock, I put them all in one place for you. It's called Peacocks and Music. It's on Spotify exclusively. Uh, so go on there and you can check out all of the, uh, all the little, uh, choice tracks that, uh, that you may, may or may not like from the Peacock that, uh, that episode. So this week's Peacock is Shuggy Otis. 
Shuggy Otis. Shuggy Otis. November 30th, 1953 to present. He is still with My us. My guy. He's still with us. Wow. When you said 53, I said no chance. Yeah, 1953. Um, uh, Psych, Soul, and R&B. Born in Los Angeles, California, and is the son of the legendary Johnny Otis. Now, for you or for the listeners out there, if you don't know who Johnny Otis is, he's pretty much... Did every, he's done everything. Singer, songwriter, actor, band leader, uh, show uh, show host, everything. He's, he's just a savant. But he's really known for, he was one of the first guys back in like, you know, the chess record days back in the 50s and stuff. Um, finding the talent and bringing them to light. He um, So he like had an ear. Yeah, he ha- he discovered just you know uh, Jackie Wilson, Etta James, uh, Jesus, you know Bo Diddley, just like in- insane people that were like back in the fifty, like early on. He was the one that discovered them and put them all on. Basically, he's the- he is he is uh, he is called the Godfather of R and B music. Okay, Johnny Otis. Johnny Otis. So uh, Shuggy Otis is the son of the legendary Johnny Otis. Uh, Shuggy is um, a shortened little version of the word sugar. That's what his mom, his mom called him Shuggy. Love that. That's his, that's his name. Uh, started playing the guitar at the age of two. That, yeah. That's, well, I, that was my reaction. Mm. That was my reaction, now, if Jordan. Now five or six. That was my reaction, Jordan. Two. Come on. I'm started gonna... playing doesn't mean like someone gave you a guitar and you... You hit the string. You'd have to put a couple notes together. Yeah. Minimum. you got to be able to strum. Your fingers can't fit over the damn neck. No, you can't that, even hold one. Right. That was, was like my plastic... Thank you for that reaction. I mean, come on. Um, uh, but, uh, by, but by the age of 11, though, he was in playing uh, in his dad's bands and different things that his dad was doing. You know, dressing up like in glasses and a mustache, playing at nightclubs and stuff, trying because he was only 11. But um, he's primarily a guitarist, but he can play pretty much all the instruments. Um, and uh, so he started gravitating towards, uh, you know, the popular music of, you know, that era when he was growing up in his teens and stuff, when he was like uh, 18, 19. And he was into like Jimi Hendrix and Sly Stone. As you do. Yes. But um, his first big break was in 1969 when Al Cooper asked asked him to be a featured guest on his entire album, The Super Sessions, which is the album that I got you uh, this last Hanukkah. It's Super Sessions with Al Cooper, Stephen Stills, and Mike Bloomfield. Oh, okay. Remember yeah. that album? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Suggy plays on all of it. He plays on every song. He's a, he's a guest artist playing just a multiple multitude of different things you gotta look on the wow. final notes to see what he's playing yeah to see what he was playing Shuggy's all song. over that album sick yeah um and in that same year he released his first album here comes Shuggy otis on epic records um and that caught the attract uh the attention of bb king and at the time uh when when bb king heard that in 1970 he uh stated in the rolling stones uh issue that year 
that Shuggy Otis was his favorite new guitarist. Sick. So now we got some bona fides. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Now we've got... You're getting some attention you know, from the BB, industry. Yeah, when B.B. King says, like, this is my favorite new guitarist, guy can play. Oh, absolutely. Give you, like, just yeah. to give you a little, you know, where we're not where we're at. Yeah, that's the master. Um, so uh, after this first album, uh, you know, and during that period, he uh, he played with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of different people. He's a big collab guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he put out uh, three or four albums. He put out like three main ones, but he was a big collab guy. You could tell he was a, he was a sought after session dude guy that people always wanted. So he was actually on the uh, Frank Zappa Hot Rats album. Okay. The song, um, uh, which, what's, uh, uh, Preach and Regalia. That's the name of the song. It's a jazz instrumental. Always a fucking weird name. It's a jazzy instrumental uh, song off of the Hot Rats album. Uh, So that's all Shuggy on that one. He was also, he hooked up with Etta James, uh, Bobby Blue Bland, a bunch of different people during this period. But on his second album, Freedom Flight, he uh, he had his his first real real hit um, with Strawberry Letter Twenty Three. Okay, you'll know that song, I believe, because you'll know it because when he wrote it, another band at the time, the Brothers Johnson, heard it and they really liked it. And they wanted to cover it and they took the song to uh, Quincy Jones. My at guy the, at the time, and they asked for Shuggy's permission. He said, "Yeah, you can cover it." And the brother Johnson said, or, or he said, "You can cover it as long as you know Quincy produces it." And so they love, love that as a caveat. They cover it, and um, uh, it becomes a smash hit. That's and that's the version that you'll know. Okay. I um I didn't I, I I when I was putting the peacocks and music plays together I was like should I put them both on and I said fuck it I'm only putting Shuggies on there yeah I was about to but ask you'll you still cause... you'll still hear okay you'll still hear the the main notes and stuff of it but um one of the other like little cool things uh were just to to kind of uh, coincide with the sought afterness of him in 1974 he was approached by Billy Preston our boy Billy Preston mm. and uh, on behalf of the Rolling Stones. And uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, they asked him to be uh, to join the band. And this is in 1974. And I looked it up. Let me wet the whistle real quick. I looked it up in 1974. That was when Mick Taylor was leaving the band, the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. He's their guitarist. And Keith was always there. The Rolling Stones always had two guitars, whether it was Brian Jones or Mick Taylor. And so they wanted... Shuggy Otis to you know fill in after Mick Taylor. Mick Taylor, Mick Taylor was like really. There's an evolution that I'll go very quickly through with like with the Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards is. Everyone thinks Keith Richards is like the Rolling Stones guitarist. He's just been there. He's just been there the longest, and he's got some cuts. Like you know, he wrote like there's a lot of songs that he like he wrote. Like I'm not trying to take away from Keith, but the Rolling Stones predominantly always had two, mm-hmm. and. And Keith was sort of the lead, but the other guitarists always wrote a bunch, especially Mick Taylor. Mick Taylor was there through like the heavy, really good years of uh, the Stones. But they wanted to replace him, and they looked for Shuggy. Shuggy said no. Love that for him. Because uh, he said no because he had a chance. He was in talks with uh, hooking up with Quincy Jones and having him produce his next record. So... 
Shuggy wanted to want, like you know idolize Quincy Jones, and he didn't sure. want to give up the opportunity with collabing with Quincy Jones by joining the Stones. Mm-hmm. So he said no to the Stones. Wow. Yeah, and the Stones ended up uh, not at, used to hearing no. No, right. Uh, which they now uh, going through two peacocks. They heard no twice. Once yeah. from Shuggy, the other time from Rory Gallagher. Wow. They, you know, the Stones. They were they were churning out. That's those those are those are little pockets of info that like you know people that like love and know the 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 Stones did a lot of churning of like guitarists. Yeah. But it was crazy because every guitarist they either asked and turned them down or went it were great. Like Ronnie Wood is who I, they ended up going with, mm-hmm. and like Ronnie Wood is you know the faces. I mean, he was in like so many. Like they always had just amazing guitarists churning in and out of there that were either yes or saying no. Like I can only imagine just the amount of like people they could have had at there. You know. Yeah. Well, that's always like the what could have been, right? Like right. if Rory said yes, like right. what 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 trajectory would they have been on? You know, or if, if, if he if, had said yes and injected like that funk and soul into them, what could they have been? Right. Exactly. You know. So it's not only like wow, who could have joined, but what where would that have taken the band as a whole after? You can that? only imagine because you know obviously Shuggy's you know African American, but like you know damn well that the the Stones in '74 were like. Yo, what if we get this this young new black guitarist? Is like he's the next, you know, like Jimmy and shit. And he plays this R and B. He's heavy in this R. His dad's the godfather of R and B, and and the Stones love that R and B. They're always oh, yeah. trying to do that. Oh yeah. If they would, they were probably just like, if what if we get in here and what would our sound? It would probably would have would have been completely different. Who knows? He's, yeah. Well, that's the fun of it. Of, of yeah, 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 yeah. But um, uh. So yeah, he refuses, and uh, so he can he uh, so he can collaborate with Quincy Jones. He uh, ends up never collabing with Quincy. Fucked up. And um, he actually uh, is an artist that really took his time on his albums. He would take like three years to put out albums and stuff, and like Epic Records, the uh, the very famous Epic Records. I mean, those are the records that like you know Michael Jackson and like everybody put all the records out. It was a big record label. They got tired of it, and they were just like, yo, you're taking too long to put records out, and they dropped them. Yeah. Yeah, and so when they dropped them, he kind of, you know, just got like a little little bad taste in his mouth, and mm-hmm. he was kind of just like, just like we've seen with past Peacocks, where he was just like, you know what? Like, I'll still continue to make music, but like on my own time. Yeah. And he just, you know, he put out a few records um, uh, after that, uh, but not like in any type of frequency at all. It was like he put one out in like the eighties. I think he might even skip the nineties, and then he put out one in two thousand and like eight, and then I think he just did another one in like seventeen. Yeah. So just very like, you know, taking his time, and I mean, who who knows? I I didn't really like. That's interesting though. I, to me, that always intrigues me more. Because I feel like musicians have the need to always continuously put music out. Yeah. Or. Do it the other way, which is like, eh, you're going to get one every eight years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or longer. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. And he ends up, uh, actually, the book that when you walked in here, the book that I'm reading now, uh, Miss Mary Fontenot, uh, it's a, that was the reason why I got uh, the idea to do Shuggy Otis because she is His an name ex- was mentioned in the yeah. jacket right there. <laughs> his, yeah. He's the first, she's his first wife. And she's got, it's an incredible book I'm reading. Um, It's, uh, she's got stories on group. She's a groupie. She's a groupie. So she's got stories on stories like that. But she was also in 
the very first all-female rock band that Frank Zappa actually put together called the GTOs. And she was, you know, one of the chicks in that in that band back in the '60s. But that was that, that was the connection. That was uh, yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, so I got another top ten list for you. Okay, what do we got? Uh, this one was a little bit more fun. I came across my, my thing, and I was like, you know, what? I just this one wasn't more of like let's get into heavy discussions over it. I just wanted to state this is the top ten most rat infested cities in america so i thought people should, should, should know you know rat infested cities of america okay at number 10 cleveland yeah you don't think much about cleveland but when i do think about cleveland i think of bad weather and yeah rats yeah at number nine we got denver a little surprising. Now, I wonder if that's like a... Because when you think most 10 rat-infested cities of America, you're thinking of bustling metropolises. But what I'm thinking I think, of the Northeast. But, what, but what, what, what Denver says to me is they're just taking like Denver city limits and there's just all that sprawling nature right. just full of rats. Mm-hmm. That, I think, snuck in on a technicality. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't think if they actually counted the ballots... That there would be, that would even be anywhere near it's the top It's in 10. there. Okay. Uh, number eight, we got Detroit. Detroit Rat City. Yeah. Um, number seven, we got Philly. Thought I was going to get a, a better rise out of you <laughs> with that. You gave me nothing. <laughs> Philly was only number six? Philly was only number seven. Only number seven. Yeah, number six was Baltimore. Be more. That one I thought would be a little bit now, higher Now, when you, when you say rats, do you mean like actual city Rat rats? Rat infested or, cities. Or do you mean con- confidential informants? Oh, yeah. See, now if we were talking about confidential informants, that would be, more, that'd be up on that one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, number five, we got San Fran, which totally checks out because when I visited there a few years ago, what a disgustingly dirty fucking city. Mm. The, I've heard it's just the majesty and beauty of the coast and just absolute disgusting, just, just human shit on the side. I'll never forget when I was there turning on the local news and the the whatever it was that they were doing that they were voting on was they had to like they were trying to should we give a, the rats their own neighborhood yeah they're trying <laughs> to get a law passed by like the mayor like you know get about enough money together because the street sweepers that they have there they need they need they needed to fund this like you know company to make a specialized robot that scrubs the sidewalks because apparently in I remember in, in the news thing they were saying if you drop something on like if you get like if you scrape the sidewalk there there's like meth and AIDS and everything possible <laughs> on that like the city sidewalks of San Fran mm. it's like disgusting checks out checks yeah. out checks out um number four we got Washington DC that, yeah. DC, that one surprised me because I always think uh, of that as a clean city. You know, the capital was pretty clean when I was there. Um, they always say that the ballpark, the Nationals ballpark, is the cleanest ballpark in. It's always like number one every year. Really? Like, yeah. That one surprises me a yeah. little bit, but I also know there's a there's a soft underbelly there, which I could imagine there being plenty of rats. Now we have three left, and now this is where I'm going to pose to you 
not only name the, the last three because they're very obvious, but uh, see if you can get them in the correct order. Okay. Um, I think I know two of three. Well, name the two you I'm, definitely know. I'm going to go number three, Boston, Massachusetts. Wrong. Boston no. is not in the top ten. Number two, I'm going to go weird here, out of the box, Houston, Texas. No. And number one, New York City. Okay, wow. Okay, New York City is number three. Wow, upset alert. LA is number two. Mm, okay, that makes and sense. And you're forgetting number one, dirty ass Chicago. <laughs> you dirty fuck you. <laughs> Absolutely. That list. Now, Rolling Stone, you could take a few pointers from this you list. <laughs> now, Denver... That was. We're just gonna. Call you don't that like a, the Denver. We're one. gonna call that a mishap. You're, you don't like the Denver one. I don't. The head. The the list headline was rat infested. ATL didn't make it. I see you. I see you. I see you. Out of boys. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and just to round off this episode, um, what do you got? I just need a couple quick updates. What, what, what so the first one we're going to go with is um, these are some things that we've talked about on air. We've talked about off air a little bit. And um, I just need to know where you're at with this. And the first one is going to be um, have, have you have you um, started your investment portfolio? <laughs> not, not right now. Are you joking me? This 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 stock this stock market is looking trash. Well, some might say that there's certain buy points that it would be a good time to get in on. Yeah, the uh, the answer to that is no. Um, I have uh, some personal financial reasonings that I will not say why on air, but I will explain to you after off air if you'd like. Does Mike know already? And fuck no. Thank you. Mike doesn't know any of the financial fucking sh- comings and goings around here. Well, I mean, he was in charge of our bank account for a while, and we ended up getting a bunch of Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, that's why he doesn't know about it anymore. Okay, thank but you. But yeah, I have not, the answer to that is no. I want. I, I. I want. I would already have been into it, but there's some. There's certain things that uh, have happened. There's priorities, but know that January first will be the start. January first next year. January first, we are we are going to hop on that train and we and we let's go wherever, wherever it takes us. Okay, excellent. Uh, the last one I have for you is I just need a a a, a, a bump date, and that's what's going on with Bumble. A bump date? Uh, you want you oh you want to do a quick bump? Yeah. You do a little bump. Give me a bump. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, bump date is good actually. I have been talking to. Uh, 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 someone, and it's we. It's we're gonna go. We will be going. Have out. we had a date yet? Uh, we did not. We don't have. We do not have a date yet because of did I uh, did I update you on the last one off air? I believe we did yes. off air. Yes, yes. The, the bump. The bumps. I don't like to do bumps on air. Yeah. Uh, I like to do them off air just in case, like the. If they come back and listen, yeah, a, because they'll become a fan. Well, not if they come back and listen. If they come back and like I actually care about them, then I don't want to talk about them. Mm, but okay. if like I don't like really care, like let let that be a word for any bumper out there. Yeah. Um. If I continually talk about you and you know it's you on air, I, my interest level 
is either at an absolute zero or I I just can't stop. Zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so no, we I, we didn't do one because, and I told you off air of what happened with that one. Do we have a? And I schedule? got the okay by you and your wife that that one, yeah, was not me. Yes, but uh, well, after certain developments, after certain developments, but um, uh, yeah, I now uh, I have the yeah, I got one that I am actually in the next coming days I'm going to. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, let's go on a date thing. Okay. So we'll see if she says yes or no. Can't but I'm wait. confident that she'll say yes. To the date? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do we have a plan for this? Um. Any thought? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. I mean, it'll it'll probably just be your normal like go somewhere because a lot of these. Uh, you, that's another thing too. Like when I'm talking to these chicks and like about dates. If they want, if any of them are just like, oh, I'll come over to your place, I'm always like, red flag. Red flag. Like when the girl's like, hey, let's go out somewhere. Like first thing, like I need your Instagram before I, I before I go out with you. I'm always like, okay, good. Yes. Like I'm happy to hear that. Yes. <laughs> like I'm because I want you to like not be an idiot and like make sure you're not dating fucking psychopathic. Yeah. Killers. Don't go to people's houses for the first time that you've never met. Right. Been. Yeah. So yeah. you end up in like a bathtub and yeah, there was like a couple I was talking to and I was, I was like, man, she still hasn't asked me for like an Instagram or to FaceTime or something. And I'm just like any proof of life. Right. I'm just like, I would totally, I wouldn't, I would, I, I'm going to definitely need to know that before I see you. Yeah. She you know doesn't I mean? want, like, I'm going to go before I, like, at least I see your Facebook or something. Yeah. She she doesn't want your Instagram handle. She just wants you to cut off a thumb and mail it to her. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I I have one that I'm uh, yeah that I'm uh, okay. that I'm fairly excited about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm still so on we it. got not... no progress on the first one. Definite progress on the second one. Yeah. No progress. No investing. Yeah. No prog- progress on the first one. And then last uh, last week I had like so much shit because that's that's another thing I've learned with this uh, Bumble thing is. Once you match and then you start talking with the person and and it will start it goes it's it speeds up very quickly mm-hmm. you know the talking back and forth and pr- what I've learned is you you have if once you match and you talk with someone after about like three days of talking with someone that's kind of like where each party knows all right let's go on a date or let's not go on a date and you have shit or get off the pot right but you also have to make sure. That you you guys you you have you can't be like all right let's date let uh let's book something next weekend it's like yo like, no it's like we gotta do like this weekend or like within four or five days because so by the, that the by, ideal... if you give it like seven days plus they like actually go from from planning to going on to the date you miss your window because in that seven days you've either talked to chicks or. Guys have already talked to your chick, and like mm. you can tell, either you start to fall off, or like you can tell they're they're falling off. It's a weird mm. dichotomy that I'm still like trying to figure out those waters. And I've learned if you plan something a week ahead, it's almost a little too late. Yeah. So you're, the ideal situation is we're matching. If that makes any sense. We got a little Monday matchup. Right. That's, that's when you're that's matching. We, yes. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're talking Thursday. It's like, hey, Saturday night. Couple, exactly. That's couple the idea. Bevies and uh, maybe maybe some cooked fish. That's the ideal recipe right there. Yes. Yeah. So maybe we just you you go on. You're on Friday, Saturday. 
You get the match Sunday, Monday, mm-hmm. and boom, we're set up for next week. Yeah, because I've had a couple where, like, all right, we were, like, vibing in the middle of the week, and then it was time, like, on a Friday or Saturday to be like, yo, let's go on a date. And then when you go, well, like, let's do it next Saturday, and it's it's, a little, it's almost a little too long. Mm. And especially, like, if you... if. They, like they have like a wife on Saturday. If they have, if you or them have something on Friday or Saturday, now we're looking at ten plus days. Mm. So now we really lost, missed our window. Yeah, it's a very, it's a, it's a. I would love to. I, I, I think about you all the time when I'm doing it because I, I always Perfect. think. I always think I'm like Jordan would laugh, but also be very proud if he were to see me right now. Responses, like, and yeah, response yeah, because he, he would just be like. I'm so you're of, looking at you're looking at Bumble, but you're not texting me back. Yes, perfect. Well, know that when I text you, it's you, it, it it will be when things have moved into like okay. Regarding like, this. like the lot like the yeah. like the only one that I've told you about. Oh, that I don't one even was, mean not texting me oh. about the Bumble. I just mean simply responding to something I've said. Yeah. Well, the, actually, you know what? To go back to what you were saying earlier, where I'm a really bad texter. If you want to really get to me, start a Bumble profile and match with me, <laughs> and then I'll be, I'll be with, I'll be hitting you back immediately. Guess where all our meetings are now. <laughs> See you guys next week. See ya. <laughs>